So I debate all the time, and I probably talk about it too much. I probably say I debated that I'm, I was going to bring this up and make an episode of it. And I'm kind of just done with that. Um, you are listening to the We Are Better Men podcast. Views and opinions expressed on the Better Men podcast are those of the host. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm a political guy. Those who know me, those who follow me, those in my circle know I'm a political guy. I'd say that I'm a respectful, um, intelligent, analytical, political guy. I, I like to debate politics. I like to understand politics. I like to figure out the psychology of why I lean right and why someone else leans left. I like to figure out what's in the middle. Um, and generally, I feel blessed to live in a country like Canada. That's where I'm from, where I can be a conservative, but still at the same time uh, believe in, in being socially responsible. So I, I say that a lot. I'm a fiscal conservative, but I believe that in, in Western uh, civilization, we have an obligation to be socially responsible. And what I mean by that is that, you know, there's the, the we pay taxes. You know, this isn't a communist country. Um, this isn't dictatorship. This isn't strictly a, 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 a economy or society built on strict, um, uh, strict capitalism. It's 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 a wave. It's a it's a diverse ripple effect, uh, spider web of complexity of, of many different people. Um, generally my, my belief in life is that we're all equal. Uh, I don't really care where you sit on the political spectrum, where you sit on the poverty spectrum or the wealth spectrum. You know, I know, I know people, I know millionaires and and that are amazing people. And I know millionaires that are pieces of shit. I know poor people that are amazing people. And I know lots of poor people that are pieces of shit. That's just the way it goes. I believe that we're kind of, you know, we're all under one God and that's, that's my belief. Now, religion aside, faith aside, um, I believe that we have a responsibility to take care of those that are vulnerable in the Western world. I believe that children that are born into this world, into situations with parents that can't take care of them, should be taken care of with our tax dollars. I believe that they didn't ask for that, and that's a luxury of living on the West Coast, or living on the Western world, I should say, not the West Coast. Um, I believe that there's, you know, that there there is support and, and, and things like that out there for people that are struggling, and I believe it's a necessity. Now, do I also believe that welfare is abused? Yes, I do. Um, and I, do I believe that it should be looked into and prevented? Yes, I do. I do not want to work my ass off my whole life while someone else coasts the system and manipulates it and steals. That's just the fundamentals of right and wrong. That's the way it is. We all want justice. We're, we were created to, to thrive on wanting justice. We want justice for everyone, whether you want justice for the earth and you're a save the earth and global warming person, or you're, uh, um, Someone that, that can't stand crime or, or, you know, on the flip side, you might be someone that believes that those who grew up in, in a poverty stricken neighborhood didn't have the same opportunities as those as, as those white kids in the burbs. And you believe that it, that's that's not just and you're entitled to believe that it's it's how we navigate all that um, that kind of situates uh, how we deal with things. Now, anyways, all that aside, I'm going to start getting political on here for the main purpose that I can. This is my platform. You don't have to listen to it. I don't really care if you listen to it. Um, there's a lot of people on here that listen and, and they, they shoot me messages and, and I have a lot of great conversations and that's what I'm doing. I'm not running ads on this. Uh, I haven't been running ads on this for a long time and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay true to, to what I want to do. So 
COVID-19 is crazy. I need to make a few things clear on my opinion before I get into what I want to look at and what I want to talk about. COVID-19 is crazy. COVID-19 is serious. COVID-19 was unexpected. We were not prepared. Could we have been better prepared? Probably, but we weren't. Politics are involved, unfortunately. People are dying and it's sad and it's horrible. Social distancing was a necessity. We had to encourage people because we're stupid to socially distance. I remember I drove by a basketball court, you know, uh, three weeks into this thing and I saw a group of 40 young dudes shooting hoops like there was no nothing else going on. Well, how many of those guys went back to their house and, and their grandparents live with them? It just just dumb people. We're, we're not uh, an intelligent race broadly. There's a lot of us that are intelligent in different areas, but generally speaking, we're pretty dumb. Um, and that's why, you know, governments are in place and, and things are the way they are. So now all that said, my approach to COVID-19 has, has been, what did I say the other day? I said, I, there's a, I'm a, there's a, a compassionate, intelligent, analytical middle where I sit that's to the center of people that are protesting lockdown and thinking that they need to inject disinfectant into their blood and on the far right being cooped up in your house curling up in a little ball crying and just allowing the government to force you into dependency there's a middle ground there where a lot of us are right now and i'm seeing conservatives you know i listen to a lot of podcasts a lot of conservatives are in the middle on this and a lot of uh, liberals are on the middle on this you know it doesn't matter where you fall on the political spectrum it comes down to intelligence regarding COVID-19. And if you do away, I had a, I had a, recently I had someone from the media because I work in, in marketing and, and, and strategy and digital stuff. I, I had a conversation with someone in the media and they told me that they're getting more traffic to their websites right now than ever before. And why do you think that is? It's because of these BS headlines where they put something out to make you shit yourself and get scared. That's what they're doing. And they know they're doing it because they need to get advertising dollars. That's the way it goes. But this middle ground is where the intelligence is happening and where the where the the real pushback is happening. And it's not stop. It's not let's stop the lockdown. This is a conspiracy theory. Bill Gates wants to inject us and kill us. All that crap aside, it's an intelligent, analytical process of understanding why this happened, why we're doing why what we're doing is not right and why it's kind of now feels like we're moving past this thing and they were wrong. So let's look at the data. Um, can, I'm gonna look at Canada and the U.S. because um, I don't want I, I don't want to get into talking about Italy and things like that uh, just yet. And I don't want to skew the data. I want to be transparent. I'm just gonna talk about Canada. As of right now in Canada, we have forty six thousand eight hundred ninety five cases, two thousand five hundred and sixty deaths, seventeen thousand recovered, and twenty six thousand four hundred and fifty seven. Of those 46,000 cases are in mild condition. In the United States, we have 987,000 cases, 160, 55,000 deaths, 118,000, almost 119,000 recovered, um, and 119,000 discharged. They strangely don't have uh, the the whether they're mild or severe in the states on on this, but. That's the World Health Organization and the world meter So it is what it is. Now, there's hotspots in the world um, looking at, you know, if looking at this map. 
of, of I'm looking at a map right now, and I'll, I'll make sure I post this uh, alongside the, the podcast. You know, New York. We all know New York, New Jersey, California. Um, they're hot spots. We got we got some hot spots. I'm scrolling through the map here in Europe. Some pretty bad spots. You know, there's a there's a a lot of hot spots in Europe. Now I'm looking at um, Africa, and there's almost none going on there just yet. Like a few in the in the in the main cities. You know, South Africa, five thousand cases. Um, obviously, in in China, there was a ton. But the thing to think about is that it's starting to feel like this wasn't what they thought it was going to be at the beginning when they shut down the economy. Um, now, any debate I've had about this is always has always kind of leaned over to or gone to. Well, we have to be more careful than than, than ever. There's people are dying, and yeah, I agree with that. But here's the thing: who's dying? Who is dying from this? Oh, the BBC put out an article. Uh, Nick Triggle, you can you can Google this yourself. It's called Coronavirus. Nine in ten dying have existing illnesses. More than nine in ten people dying with the coronavirus have an underlying health condition. Uh, figures from the Office for, uh, for National Statistic, uh, Statistics show. Um, they looked at nearly 4,000 deaths during March in England and Wales where the coronavirus was mentioned in the death certificate and 91% of cases, the individuals had other health problems. What were those common health problems? Heart disease, dementia, and respiratory illness. Now, let's first, let's, let's get dementia out of the way. What does dementia usually lead to? Dementia is an illness that only generally affects the elderly. Now, it does affect younger, so let's not debate it, but generally speaking, who gets dementia in your life? It's elderly people. We know that this disease attacks elderly people in a different way, and they're more vulnerable to it. Heart disease and respiratory illness. I mean, the, the flu can really can kill those people. Now, that's I'm not, again, I'm not downplaying COVID and how serious it is, but what I'm saying is that was this what they thought it was going to be? Six months from now, when we start looking at the data and everyone's worried about that second wave, you know, there's a lot of comparisons right now to, to, a, to comparing it to this, the, the flu in, in 1918 um, with this big second wave. We're in a different world now. We've got to remember that. And I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'm saying that we have technology and medical advances in place now that are a lot different than 1918. So my question you know, aside from the biggest question I have right now that I'm posing is did we, did the governments and medical professionals in North America, let's just look at the United States and Canada, make the right decisions for the elderly people in these two countries? With, the, with knowing that, I think I heard today the stat was 10,000 of 50,000 in the states of the deaths were in uh, senior care homes. Did we make the right decision for those elderly people when this hit? I know we, we know that people, when someone works in a care home, they might work in multiple care homes for the same organization, the privately held organization that manages those care homes, care, care homes, <clears throat> and they have to travel around uh, to different care homes to work. Was that the right decision? Should they not have got in lockdown, got into lockdown a lot sooner? You know, it's funny, there was this chick on, on Fox News or something where she she licked a toilet on an airplane and then she had an argument with someone on the news. Maybe it was MSNBC. I can't remember where I saw the, the segment. But, 
you know, and her big thing on this was, and she was like this, looked look like a valley girl or something that went to Florida for spring break. It was bizarre and stupid, but she was like, this, you only care about this because it it affects the boomers. You know, this millennials, we're good. We're, and this is the only reason we're in lockdown right now is because this is affecting the boomers and you only care about yourselves and you're all in power. Now, obviously bizarre, stupid, ignorant, but at the same time, you got to think about these things. The, the general population's not dying from this thing. The numbers are just not there. And I'm not saying this girl that licked the toilet is in any place to be even speaking on TV in any context to make her a, a person that should provide an opinion on this because it was bizarre and stupid. These kids that went down to Florida for spring break, they're just dumb. And if you're a parent of a kid that went down there for spring break, give your head a shake. Um... But all that being said, it's it's there is something to this. The governments went into lockdown and they forced us all home. Why? You know, does does a left-leaning government like it when we're dependent on them? That's a legitimate question. Are they concerned with the amount of people that are dependent on the system now and that will be dependent on this system as we U-shape crawl out of this economic disaster that's coming from COVID-19. You, if you get mad hearing that, there's a reason for it. And it's because there's legitimacy to that question. Just like a conservative would get upset if someone posed a question to me, well, well, would you have just rathered all these people died? And of course not. But if, do, I, do I believe that there are some on the right side of governments that, that don't necessarily care about people and they care more about economics and numbers? Yes. And it bothers me to hear that because there's, there's an element of truth to it. But admitting that there's that element of truth to it, you have to admit to yourself that there's an element of truth to the left-leaning government not being worried or concerned about mass populations being dependent on them for pay they've been talking about this minimum guaranteed life payment or whatever they've been calling it for some time now and i'm not talking about conspiracy theory i do not believe that justin trudeau um or any of the politicians in place in the states on the on the democratic side are wanting to use people for their agenda. Now, of course, politicians do use people to achieve their agenda, but I don't believe anyone in this case did anything malicious. But at the same time, the under the underlying psychological perspective that they have is that this is not necessarily a, a bad thing. I think Bernie Sanders was on the record recently talking about how this needed to happen or, or the, the, the America had to change and this is causing that change. It's 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 a uh, it's a uh, it's there is an element of truth to people in government wanting us to be depending on to be to be dependent on them, and that's just the way it is. And if it makes you mad to hear it, it's only making you mad to hear it because there's an element of truth to it. So that's why I wanted to get out today. I am going to get a little bit more political on this. I'm a social conservative is what I say. Don't Google that because there's a lot of social conservatives throughout history that are disasters. I'm a, I say a social conservative because I'm fiscally conservative. I believe in managing budgets. I believe that we're all capable of achieving our dreams. I'm a kid that was born in a trailer park, did not grow up with a lot of money. I don't have a sob story attached to me. Well, we all have our own sob stories. 
but I don't have a, I'm not out there claiming victim. I work hard. I've always worked hard. Um, I like to see people. I like to see underdogs work hard and achieve their goals. That's what I like. It's what I thrive on. And I believe we can all do that. I believe you could be born into a wealthy family and still have, still have uh, the opportunity to to push yourself. And it, that doesn't mean maybe financially. You know, there's there's you're born into a wealthy family and and money's not an issue. Maybe your your role is 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 helping humanity. Who knows? But all I'm saying is that. We got to start thinking like this and we got to start being analytical. And we got to start looking at the data. We can't, you can't just take in right or left what the news wants us to take in. And I'm not this guy sitting here. I don't listen to um, Rush Limbaugh and I don't listen to, to uh, Alex Jones or whatever. No, Alex, whatever his name is. I, I, I seriously, I don't, even, I don't even entertain that type of content, that conspiracy theory BS. But I do think that as we have the obligation to ourselves and to our own future and to our children to start being analytical and looking at the information that's in front of us. Anyways, that's it for this one.